<laughs> have you ever seen uh, Zoe Married an Axe Murderer? No, I have not. I don't even know what that is, honestly. Oh, it's like it's like you know you know Michael Myers is right not like the horror movie character, but Mike Myers the like he played Wayne and he played Austin Powers. Tell me if you did not clarify just now, I'd have thought of Michael Myers the entire time. <laughs> no, the, he, he was Wayne in Wayne's World, and and he played Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a movie called uh, called So I Married an Axe Murderer, and yes, he was. I did see that. I'm crazy. And, yes, I did see that. And at one point. At one point, he was like he was doing this spoken word poetry where the person would like be playing the drums. I, you know what? I don't even know if somebody was playing the drums. There was just some drums playing in the background, and he was going, "Woman, whoa, man!" <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was doing that, but doing, "Oh man, oh man." <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Oman, everybody. I don't know if anybody didn't pick it up from reading the description of the episode or if you're watching it, seeing his face and his name on the screen. Folks, this is my this is my new friend, and I would like y'all to meet him. And for sure, Matt, directly to you, I'm telling you, uh, so grateful and you're so welcome. I hope you feel very safe and free and ready to ready to get weird. I'm ready to get weird, 100 percent I'm <laughs> This is all, I'm all for it right now. You know, you know, it's so funny, man. Like I, I, I knew it was going to, I knew it was going to go well when you, you weren't getting too mad over the technical stuff. Like I saw you getting like, Oh man, this is <laughs> like, you know, head in your hands, but like, not like, cause sometimes I've had some, some guests who, when this technical stuff goes, they're like, fuck it, I'm never doing this again. Shit. Oh man. And I'm like, all right, all right. Well, um, yeah, I hope I'm not here for it if you're ever doing it again. I had a very silent meltdown. It was very much to myself. Mm. It, it probably would have escalated as I went off, as everything <laughs> went off, and probably my own world. I probably would have went off, but very silent meltdown on the inside. I had so yeah, yeah. It's, it's composure, <laughs> sustained composure. It'll go off later. I'm a fire. I'm fireworks later on, but. Were you were you hearing me earlier when I definitely couldn't hear you at all? And I was like, it's dead silent. Dead silence is all it is. And then I was like, there you go. That's a like that's a good that's a good tag move. I heard that. That's a good tag move. It, band it, name. It, I like that. I, I would it's a good band, name. band name. Yeah, there you go. But but then then be like the name of our band is Dead Silence, but like wear earplugs because we get loud. Yeah. Or we just we we start the album off with no no sound, one minute of no sound at all, and it's going to heavy death metal, technical death metal. Oh, oh and the then I just never heard. And and you'll <laughs> they'd be like, oh, it started out with a dog whistle. You guys didn't hear it. Yeah, nobody heard it. The highest pitch you can get. Your dog can hear it. Flip your dog off. But you know that's a good band name too. Dogs. <laughs> dog, dog whistle. <laughs> I thought you said ducks for a second, and I thought of geese. I don't know. Oh, uh... <laughs> well, you know, there, there are like I guess they were called duck calls, right? Where mm -hmm. they like, that's what the Duck Dynasty dudes were all famous for, or not famous for, but rich for. They were famous for being rich and rednecks. <laughs> what a life, huh? How how, yeah. how awesome that'd be. Yeah, that's. I mean, you know. If you get famous for the fluky thing first, or I mean, if you get rich from the fluky thing, and then fame happens to precede it, 
uh, I I would say, I would say like, you know what? You could have just stopped at the rich part. You didn't need yeah. to give you didn't need to give me the fame. The fame's okay too. You know, you just can't go out to supermarkets anymore. But well, I, I was talking about more for those guys, not me. I'll take it. I'll take the fame. But <laughs> not for those guys. Those guys don't need it. No, no, absolutely not. I've actually never watched that show, but I've I've known a lot of people that would make fun of other people say look Duck Dynasty people. Did you did you watch the one Joe Rogan special where he talked about the the one guy Phil, I guess the guy's name was? Oh. Yeah, I love Joe Rogan uh, Joe, podcast also. Joe Joe Rogan did a bit when he was like, Oh, I'm I'm with Phil. I'm with Phil. And because I guess Phil, I guess he's one of the guys from Duck Dynasty. I've also never watched it, but he he came out publicly and he said, "I I don't get why a man would rather have sex with the anus of a man." And, oh, and then he's like, and then Joe Rogan's like, "Yeah, what did you think he thought? I don't get it either." <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> well, well, look at him. What did you think he thought? <laughs> like, why, why stick a microphone in his in his face and tell him that I say something? Yeah, well, you know, I've seen very few of these guys and a couple like maybe Facebook articles here or there, and you know, sometimes you can read a book by its cover. It's not good to, not always, but sometimes you won't be surprised if somebody says something. So, I understand exactly what you mean. Well, I think sometimes it's like, sometimes it's like having good judgment is a good thing. So not say that you're judging a book by its cover all the time, but sometimes <laughs> it's straight over the plate. Yeah, you know what you're getting yourself into. That's mm. reading the room very well. That's what it is. The ability yes. to read the room. <laughs> awareness. <laughs> Spatial awareness. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're in a room full of kids, don't say the f word. If you're if yep. if you're if you're if you're an old white guy, don't say the other f word or maybe other slurs. Yep. Just keep all slurs out of your mouth. There's a lot of letters in there, so you shouldn't say any of those. So. Yes, <laughs> slur of your enthusiasm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so dumb. Uh, uh, it's 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 ridiculous that I just get so stupid proud of how dumb my jokes are sometimes. <laughs> but, no, but sometimes you're in a room full of children. You might have to say a couple f words. You never know. Oh uh, yeah. You shouldn't, but you know they're gonna learn it eventually. This, you know, I think when I was a kid, when I was a kid, a little little kid, I started going to wrestling shows when I was like thirteen or something, and and the. When I heard F words or I heard like big people words, grown folk words, yep. I'd be like, well, this is a sport for adults. Yep. And I'm I'm just lucky to be here. Like and my mom didn't go, Oh no, my son can't hear F words. Like I don't know. Things things were a little bit different. I I told the story on here a bunch. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard me hear ever heard me tell it. I doubt you have. But uh when, when I was like 12 or 13 or something, uh, ECW ran a, uh, like a B-show, like a B-show in Northeast Philly at a place called the Woodhaven Sports Center. That's where the Philadelphia, you're from, you're from this area, right? I'm from New York more. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I've been here, uh, actually I've been in Atlantic City for a lot of years, but oh, okay. still general New York okay. for the most part. Okay. So there was this, 
there was a there was a, a, a like a rollerblade hockey team called the Philadelphia Bulldogs that was kind of a big deal in the nineties. And they had a building that they like did their practices and ran their games out of. ECW ran a a, a house show out of the building, the Woodhaven Sports Center. And uh, there was a tag team called PG Thirteen. Do you remember them? Yeah. It was like Jamie Dundee and uh, was it Wolfie D was the guy's name or something. But and the the guy the guy was doing a bunch of uh, you know you you know the 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 typical like. Ho- like uh, homophobic sort of overly gay spots. Mm-hmm. And then the whole crowd was chanting the F word at him. And he grabbed the microphone and he's like, hey, just because you sucked one doesn't mean you're an F word. And, oh and, and the crowd went atomic on him. Just uh-uh. like chanting, going crazy on him. And I, I kept right out of it. I was like, I don't. My mom would be mad as hell, especially, especially because like, there'd be video cameras there. And like, what if, what if the there came video footage out of me chanting the f word at somebody? I don't, I don't even want that. What if my mom saw that? What if my grandma saw that? I'd be upset. They so, show the footage. You're just and the tip of your toes is yelling. Yeah. I, oh my god. And, and, and it, it gets even worse because then. Then Jimmy Dundee grabs the microphone and he goes, All right, I'll tell you what, you MRFers. If I lose this match, I'm going to suck every one of your guys' dicks, is what he said on the microphone. And they and everybody in the crowd was even got louder with the F, chanting the F word at him. And, and then, he, then, then he loses the match. He loses the match clean in the middle, clean as a sheet. And he gets up. And he's like looking around, like oh, do, doing like doing the big sell, and the whole crowd suck our dicks, suck our dicks, suck our dicks. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I for sure was not participating in either of those chants, but I remember being there for it. That was my, I think, one of my first wrestling shows I'd ever been to, and I was like, what? Uh, I, I'm not gonna ever chant those things at people. <laughs> But but these shows are pretty fun, and I know that that day when I saw that happen, that was a once in a lifetime thing. I'll never see that again. Oh, ho- hopefully, hopefully we live in a world that's better than that. Oh man, how times have changed, huh? Yeah, that had to be that had to be like that had to be like like mid nineties. How crazy! How crazy! Yeah, look, what a like a lifetime. And, and I mean, was that maybe 25 years ago? Maybe, maybe 20, yeah. 24 years ago or something like that? It's like the, the world has changed so dramatically. Mostly for the better, things like yeah. that, thankfully. Yeah. And then we also have like these devices. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine life before in the old times, not having phones and technology. Oh, man, I don't know. Dude, we rely on it so heavily. Like, that's how we get everywhere. That's how we go places. Like, we follow the GPS that's on the phone. Like, I don't know directions to where I'm going ever, really. The only places I really memorize how to get there is, like, my girlfriend's house, my job, my gym, and... <laughs> like, all this stuff that I know this area. Of course, I know where I live. But as far as, like, going places that are far, like, 
my, my girl, my girl lives in Delco, which for me, it's about 40, 45 minutes, but I don't use the GPS. I haven't used the GPS to get there in a really long time. And I'm like, I can't, I can't imagine. I wouldn't have like just memorized that route. I had to, I had to take it with the GPS probably a dozen times. I drive the training once, maybe twice a week. Sometimes I know exactly how to get there. I still put the GPS on. Just because I zone out and I hear, oh, make a left over here. Okay. But, man, I still put the GPS on. Uh, it's a yeah, shame, you, know, but... you know exactly where you're going. But but sometimes the GPS tells you if there's police or an accident or something like that. So uh, that's I'll, I'll stick to using Waze for that reason because they'll say if police are – not to say that I drive recklessly or anything, but yeah. <laughs> just, just, just to mind my P's and my Q's. That heads up is always welcome. Always welcomed. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what yeah. makes me bad? And I just realized this, like, maybe a few weeks ago. Uh, as far as technology goes, there used to be a time where we were aware when a technology is fading out. Like, we knew that DVD was going to take over VHS. And mm-hmm. when, like, Blu-ray was kind of kind of pushed DVDs back. Mm-hmm. There is no – my car doesn't have a CD player. This computer doesn't have a CD player. My computer in the other room doesn't have CD pl- CDs. Having phased out completely. Oh, nobody told us. No, no, we we had no like real warning. But <laughs> that that's a thing I think about all the time when I go into a store. Like if you go into like a what's Big Lots. Big Lots has a whole rack of DVDs and a whole rack of CDs, like music CDs, like Walmart or any. There's like CDs in there. I'm like, hey, you idiot! Nobody listens to CDs. Hey, rendered. I have CDs. I have like. Ah, so many good CDs of music I like to listen to. They're useless now. Nothing well, has a CD player. Well, you just go on Spotify, and you can listen to that whole album on Spotify. Ah, oh, they're killing me. Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh, oh, that's useless now. That's like pennies. They're nothing. <laughs> useless, useless, useless currency that doesn't exist anymore. Like, uh, I think uh, Louis C.K. Are you a fan of Louis C.K.? I haven't watched it in a long time, but yeah, I used to love the MCK. An old, an old special he did. He had a, a whole joke about. Uh, he had a whole joke about um, about being married for so long and then getting a divorce. And he talked about. Uh, he talked about. He didn't know he had to. He's like, I didn't know I had to keep up with this. I thought I was just gonna. <laughs> I thought I was just gonna to jam it into the same girl like once a month for the rest of my life, and that's it. I'm not. <laughs> And he's like, it's like now I have currency. I have all this currency in a currency that doesn't exist anymore. It's like I've got one million Prussian francs for some reason. <laughs> right. he, the whole thing about he's like, it's like, oh, there's this this old this old Chevy that's been in the back of the back of the yard, covered in covered in twigs and stuff and brush. For like ten years, and now now it's my only way to get to work. Yep. <laughs> it's, like, it's like oh, there's bees in there. Man, I'm I, doing... I got introduced to Louis C.K. from his original show. Was Lucky it? Louis? Lucky Louis? Yeah, Man, I love that show, and nobody that, that... knows about it. Oh, I... nobody, but uh, yeah, I mean, class, you know. I mean, it was a long time ago. That was a very long time ago, but. I remember it because uh, Jim Norton was on it, and I yes. I was a big fan of Jim Norton. And oh, man, there's a, a a lot of people on that like that were, and that that the the chick the Pam 
Pim Alden or whatever her name is, the chick who played his wife on that show, yeah. wound up being like his best friend on the other show. Oh. See, I thought there was a connection when I went to the new show and I watched the first episode. And it was kind of sad. I was like, oh, man, I can't. In comparison to the first show, this yeah, is not, definitely... <laughs> there's, there's not as much comedy. It's, it's, about, it's about a comedian. The same, the same as Seinfeld. It's about a comedian, but most of the show has nothing to do with stand-up comedy at all. Man. Jim Norton on that show was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know Jim Norton at all at the time. I knew I had found out about Lucy K maybe like a few years after that, but... Jim Norton, I wouldn't find out until years later. I was like, wait, you're the guy from Lucky Louie. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> he, see, he, um, didn't he, like, give the little girl the little girl a, a present that was a gun for her birthday? The girl was, like, turning four or something, and he was giving her a gun for her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that show would never be able to come out nowadays. Oh, man. But it's all, it's all on HBO Max, so I guess you could watch it if you really wanted to. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. No way. I, I know I've watched it back a few times. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch that. It was that. I, it was, uh, was, was Titus. Okay. Yeah. That's the comic Titus. Titus. Yeah. Yeah. There's all these shows back in the day that really kind of maybe had one or two seasons and nobody really watches so much, but I thought they were pretty good. You know, the same comedians before the time trying to get into TV shows. Well, are, are you a big fan? Of, are you a big fan of sitcoms? I don't. I honestly, I haven't watched an actual TV show in maybe fifteen in fifteen years. I haven't watched Breaking Bad or uh, all, all, any of those all cool cult shows. classics. All the yeah. all the ones that are all the ones that are super over with people. Yeah, yeah like the awesome shows like Breaking Awesome and Game of Awesome and all those awesome shows. I just can never. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so cool from a distance. Like, man, that's probably so cool. What's the other one? Walking so, Awesome. Sons of Awesome. Yeah, Sons of Awesome. All of that so cool. And look, everybody puts memes of it, and that's awesome. But like, I just I can't. Dexter. <laughs> Dexter. I watched maybe a season or two of Dexter, and I loved it. It's on me that I didn't finish that. I watched the little bit of the ending, so I know what happens. I know the new season's out. I would like mm -hmm. to watch that. But I don't know. I just never get time. And then once I have time, I'm probably playing video games. Well, see, that's, that's the opposite of me. I am not good <laughs> at any video games, and I would just be I would just be wasting time, continuously losing the same bored a million times and never getting any better and never learning anything from it and never feeling like I'm being productive in my life. And I mean, even, even though, even though watching TV shows or movies or like consuming entertainment isn't even as productive as that. But at the same time, I, I feel like uh, I get to make, I get to make funny. I get to have funnier stories when I'm having conversations with people because I know things from stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm never afraid to press easy on any game, so I'm not exactly a professional at anything. I just play, you know, whatever I do. If it gives me uh, too much of a challenge, listen, I have enough of a challenge in real life. I'm not afraid to press easy in there because uh, I don't need a challenge. I need escape. That's what I'm right. looking for. We, we ain't trying to impress nobody with our video game skills. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm going to start streaming, and people are probably going to make fun of me because I'm not that great at games. I don't even care. Make fun of me. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm out here. That's all, that's all that matters. Right. It's like a... It's like, what, what are you? What am I gonna get if you if you're gonna shame me for playing on easy? 
Look, a, buddy. <laughs> man, yeah. You I'll know, tell you, if you have the game and you want to go online and beat me, that's fine. We'll do that too. It's okay. Like, like Jay-Z said, if you don't like the lyrics, you can press fast forward. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're here for a good time. We're not here, you know, we're not here for the challenge. We're having fun. That's all. All right. Saying. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's like, it's like, it's kind of counterproductive to what I was just saying because I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not learning from it, and I'm not getting better every time. I, I, and it's like, it's kind of like, um, what's the, what's the, the guy who pushes the boulder up the hill? Uh, like mythology, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're both gonna sit here for like twenty minutes. It's um, gonna hit one of us, and we're just like, that person. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're, you're talking about. Sometimes it's okay to not know everything. It's gonna be one of these. You kind of. That makes me kind of a hypocrite because I because I say on here all the time. That I don't have to look up everything that I can't figure out right off the top of my head. And sometimes it's better when it comes back to me organically. It, I'm telling you, five minutes, ten minutes is, is going to Sisyphus? 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 Is that Sisyphus who is pushing the boulder up the hill? Uh, maybe. Maybe you can Google it now. Maybe you okay. can Google it. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot for one. <laughs> I think it's Sisy Sisyphus or something. Google search will tell us everything. We have an encyclopedia in our hands all the time. Yeah, for sure. Rock a bit over here. Sisyphus, yes. 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 No Google required. Yes. There we go. The old brain go. <laughs> Proof that I ain't no scarecrow, you jerks. Don't tell him. <laughs> no, that, I think that maybe is going right to Lucas because he gave me he gave me a scarecrow and was like, "This made me think of you." And I was like, "Why?" Like he like like a like a Lego character of the scarecrow from the Wizard of Oz. And he said, "This made me think of you." Why? I don't know. I don't get. But I have a brain. I have yeah, yeah, proof. Exactly. <laughs> there's proof that there's one up there. Mm -mm. You should have gave him the uh, the Tin Man. You're a punk. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the heart. You just hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Lucas in a while. Well, actually, I have. I'm going to say it's been a wild month. I saw him at the Monster Factory late December. I, was, I haven't seen him in that long. I, it's been longer than that for me. I know like we text every once in a while, but I... I haven't seen him in a while. Wild child. What a wild kid. <laughs> well, I think uh, whenever um, – I was just talking about it the other day with Manny about – I saw him at the, one of the cosplay things, one of the cosplay pro wrestling things. And that was the last time I had seen him. Oh, okay. They haven't I done guess, this in a little bit, right? No, nah, it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know why it's been a while. Maybe, maybe people are uh, – Afraid to do conventions because a lot of times they're like at those uh, anime conventions or video game conventions and s stuff like that, and they're probably limiting the amount of those kinds of gatherings that are happening. 
Yeah, especially around here. I think a few got canceled in the last year. You know, because of because of the the COVID climate. Yeah, the panoramic. <laughs> just no. zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in this crisis. Yeah, no, a lot of things got canceled last year, and then a couple of things got canceled the first few weeks of 2022. The things are getting weird and strange, but hopefully everything sizzles and everything calms down, and uh, a lot more things start coming back to normal very soon. Yes, it's 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 feels like it feels like it's been forever, but at the same time, it's gonna continue for a very long time. It's not gonna. In fact, there's not gonna be a magic wand that gets waved that all of a sudden everything's back to normal. But on HBO Max, they put like this. Uh, they put this made-for-TV South Park movie called the uh, the. Post-COVID, post-COVID oh, movie. Yeah, I've seen and, episode one of that, and I loved it. I need yeah, to see episode two. Yes, it's so funny. Did you see episode two? You saw the, the yeah, newest I, one? I did, but I watched them back-to-back, so I don't remember what what's in which one. Oh, that was probably so good, because that first episode, when it ended, it left me in the edge of my seat. Yeah. I was ready for that. And it was a few weeks before the newest episode. I just haven't gotten the chance to see it, because I'm horrible. But... Yeah, I, that left me at the edge of my seat. I was like, man, I wish I could watch a new one right now. Well, I didn't have, I didn't have the Paramount, I didn't have Paramount Plus, and I had to, I went and signed up for it so that I could watch that. Oh. And there, there was something else I wanted to watch on there too, but I don't know what it is. Oh, I know my my sister wanted to watch the iCarly movie <laughs> or whatever iCarly reboot reboot that they're trying to do. So I know she's been watching that. There's so many streaming. I remember it was just Netflix and Hulu, and maybe you had uh, the anime one people use, and it's like one more other one after that. It's like, do you remember? Do you remember? I was just talking about this today. There was a there was one when I had I had when I first got Xbox 360. That was when I first got the streaming Netflix. That's when I first got all the uh-oh. shoot shoot shoot. Darn it. Well, thank you for hanging with me. I will hope that you'll return. In the meantime, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yeah, want to dance with somebody. With somebody who loves me. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, geez. Well, here here we go. So, this is an ever-evolving process, folks. Sometimes... We'll just sometimes we'll just have, we'll just have some technical difficulties, and sometimes it'll be some crappy with the internet that goes on, and and maybe uh, let's see if this one works. Oh boy! Oh crap! <laughs> Matt, can you hear me? 
I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can't see you anymore. Oh, no way. This is insane. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We just, we just flow with the go, you know? Insane. Technology just hates me. It just booted me out of everything for a quick second. Hmm. And I don't even know what happened. So, do, do you remember what the first thing you streamed was? Like, what was the first, like, show that you binged all the way through when you first started uh, watching stuff streaming on video? Vikings. Vikings. Uh, the Vikings, I think it was on Hulu at the time. And mm -hmm. I don't know what caught me about it. I just thought it was so cool. And I just sat and I watched the first episode. And I think it was like 40 minutes. And I... Five hours later, I think I watched most of the first and the first season and the second season. I was like, yeah. man, I need to go do something else for the rest of the day because I just ate up my entire day watching the show. I haven't watched that show. Um, do you do you remember Rescue Me? Do you know what that is? Uh, was that Firefighters? I think I saw like yeah. the commercials mm -hmm. everywhere. I just never yeah. had a chance to see it. It, it used interesting. To, used to be on FX, and when Netflix was when I first had streaming Netflix, that whole series was on there, and I watched it all, and uh, was uh, really into that show. I feel like it's about time. It's about time that I go and revisit that. Because <laughs> I was explaining it to somebody, my friend at work today, about how it's like it was like this New York City firefighter who survived, who survived. Uh, the Twin Towers at 9-11. But, like, a bunch of his people in his house, in his uh, firehouse, didn't. And one of them was his cousin, and he's, like, haunted by the ghost of his... of his. Maybe it, maybe it was his brother. Maybe it was his cousin. So, something like that. <clears throat> and then he was... The main lead role for that. And was it a comedian? Dennis Leary, yeah. Dennis Leary, yes! Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's what made me want to watch the show because Dennis Theory was hilarious. Yeah. Was like, oh, this would be awesome. I just never got into it. Re remember the ref, that movie that he did in the 90s, the Christmas movie where he like hijacked somebody's Christmas? Yes. And like Kevin oh, Spacey. such a good movie. He and Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And oh, Kevin Spacey was in that movie. That was a great movie. Oh, what should. <sighs> what is going on here? This is killing me. This <laughs> does not love me today. The worst. I'm almost thinking, should I open my phone up just so you can have a video of me and the other squares my audio? Because just nothing's. <laughs> it's either one or the other right now. It's killing me. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It is. It is. The. It is the. What, what did I say earlier? Does it feel like it's the end of the world? Well, maybe it is, but when was it not? All day, all day today. I swear it's my karma. I yelled, I didn't yell at somebody, but I definitely had a little road, road rage on my way home after work today because for some reason the worst people in the world want to drive in front of me. So I kind of lost my cool in my car to myself, and I yeah. just brought all of this as, as a downfall, a rock slide of awfulness for the rest of the day. Oh, dude, I had a, <laughs> I had a, I had a, a little flip out in the car over the weekend. I was trying to drive home from my girlfriend's house, and the all the entrances to 95 had cops blocking them. And I would just go try to find a different entrance to 95 following Waze. And those would be blocked too. And I was yelling at Waze at the top of my lungs. Don't you know the traffic? 
Aren't you the GPS? Don't you know? Isn't this, isn't this crowdsource information? Don't you know that there's a cop blocking every one of these things? And I was like, what, what an insane person I'm being right now. <laughs> I was yelling at ways. I eventually figured it out. It's just these old people who don't want to use the GPS. It's the ones who, who don't want to adapt. Listen, it, those days are over. Everybody has these GPS. We have to know what's coming. We have to know where we're going. And sometimes you want to zone out while you listen to music and you might miss your turn. I've, I missed my exit. I almost missed my exit. I would have missed my exit so many times. Had nothing for the GPS. Let me know. Exit coming up. Make sure you get on in. I'm like, okay, I'll listen to everything you say. I had a, I had um today I had to, um, my, my, I, I work at, I work at TGI Fridays mm -hmm. and, uh, the guy was the manager was like, "Hey, this girl who's the host for tonight to sit up at the podium can't get a ride in. Do you think you can go pick her up and bring her back?" And I was like, "Okay, sure, whatever." So I went and got her, and we were talking about uh, Mitch Hedberg, and I can never be happier than when I first introduced somebody to Mitch Hedberg. Do you know who Mitch Hedberg is? I don't. The name doesn't ring the bell right now. He was this comedian in the early 2000s. Uh, he had he had this bit where he would talk about everybody should be limited to just three horn honks per month. Like, and then somebody cuts you off in traffic and you go to lay on the horn, nothing. And you're like, shit, I wish I hadn't have seen Ricky on the sidewalk. <laughs> uh, yeah, a horn honk, I don't know. It goes so, like... It's I can not, start a, fight, a fist fight these days. That's offensive. I think it's really yeah, offensive. I would rather you stick your middle finger at me than honk the horn at me at this point. Yeah, I've never. I don't do it. I really, <laughs> I, uh, I've I've honked my horn three times since I've had this car, for sure. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That's actually good. How long have you had the car for? Uh, probably about seven years, maybe. I oh don't know. man, <laughs> that's great numbers. I don't know if I could talk about that because you got great numbers. <laughs> I've, I've honked the horn maybe three times. I had this car about a year. I've definitely honked like three or four times the past year. And I thought yeah. I was doing pretty good. You're definitely beating me at that. <laughs> well, well, like the, the funny thing is, it's like I uh, whenever somebody somebody messes up or or does anything, I figure like this honking will only make them mess up worse. Mm -hmm. This will stress them out and make them worse. I know I've messed up, and honking has made it worse for me. And I'm like, okay, I forgive you. I forgive you. Uh, learn from this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, namaste. Namaste in your own damn lane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're just going to fluster them. That's all. It's going to happen. You honk the horn at them. They're going to get mad. Or if they're messing right. up, they're going to mess up even more. Right. You know? then, then they'll spill their drink or something. And, and then they'll drop their phone and... Uh, so it'll, it'll just be it'll just be chaos. Yeah, it's not getting anybody anywhere. What, I, what, I, I will honk the horn to get your attention because I have a really good uh, really good middle finger when it comes to somebody who's like, hey man, you messed up. Here's the middle finger. Mm -hmm. I have a great middle finger. Like I might cause a car accident one day. I saw good the middle finger is one day. Somebody, <laughs> I wish you could see me. I could show yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, and well, <laughs> the thing is, a good amount of the listeners to the show. Don't watch the YouTube channel, oh, wow. so th so they they don't know that you can't we can't see each other. Well, you maybe can see me, but I can't see you, and that's fine. It's totally fine. Oh, man, 
So yeah, maybe I could have enticed them to come watch the YouTube video to see how good this middle finger is. Because I hit a good right angle here. Like, it's, it's good geometry. And maybe one day I might get somebody in a car accident. Like, that's how, and it's very straight for a middle finger. Like, all the knuckles, you can see every knuckle. Like, it's such a good middle finger. <laughs> oh, well, I know, I, know that, I know that the people listening can't see me. Uh, but the people watching the video can see me. And you can see me. But nothing worse than when someone does one of these. And yeah, like all yeah. their all their fingers are still like halfway bent. Ugh, I hate that. And also, and I hate it. But I, it's done. It's done. It's done. I don't care enough to hate it. It's but this league. It's it's, it's it's so amateur. And, it's amateur. And, and, and and with the thumb, with when yeah, the when no. the thumb when the thumb's there, it's like what? What, what are you brand new? You know? Yeah. What I mean? It's the first time flipping the bird, buddy. Like, calm down, okay? Calm down, grandpa. Like, <laughs> see, mine's is the opposite. I had I show no fingers. I show nothing. You just see a a, a fist and a middle finger pop into the top like an emoji. Tell me, it's legendary. I wish I could. I wish you could see it. Maybe one day. Maybe next time, I'll make sure everything's perfectly fine. Pu public notice: If you ever are on a show, if you were ever at a wrestling show, and Matt Omen is on that show, and you go, "Hey, buddy." I heard on Corey Castle's podcast that you've got an excellent middle finger and I need evidence of that right now. Then you'd be like, oh, sure. I have absolutely no problems showing you this right here, buddy. It would be my and pleasure. Yeah, it would be, be my pleasure. You, know you know what's really funny about that? Um, Do you ever read Chris Jericho's first book? No. Nah, I know uh, Manny has it. Or I think the first one he has. I always so, wanted to read it when he was done. I don't know if he ever finished it up. I, I, dude, I, I love the, those Jericho books. Definitely like the first three. I didn't, I didn't know about the, I didn't know about the, the one that the F word thing. I, I didn't read that one, but I have it. I just didn't want to read it because I started reading it and it was like, it was not as much of like, these other ones were kind of autobiographical. And this one was like a, this one was like a, a effort to be like some motivational book, some like self-help book. And it just felt it just felt not as entertaining. But in the first Chris Jericho book, in the first Chris Jericho book, he talks about, he's like, hey, I, I, uh, I, I, know, I know this trick. If you ever see me, come up to me and ask me about how to do this trick so that you can win every single arm wrestling match that you're ever in. And, and then, then like that month, I got called to do extra work for the WWE and I was going to meet Chris Jericho for the first time. And I was too nervous to say anything So mix that with the fact that in the book, he talks about, he talks about uh, meeting Chris Benoit for the first time and, and him, him being such a stupid fan of Chris Benoit that he just came up to him and went, I'm Chris too. <laughs> <laughs> and then while I was like, oh, good for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, the <laughs> how awkward is that? <laughs> right. So one of these days I'll ask Chris Jericho if he'll show me the method because I, I read in his book that he told me to ask him, but <laughs> I was too nervous to do it. And I actually I think I was too nervous to even introduce myself to him. Like when you when you walk around and you make all the rounds and you shake your hand shake your hand with everybody, mm -hmm. I I don't think I I was 
Dude, I, I wasn't starstruck by anybody. And I don't think I was starstruck as much as I was just kind of nervous. Yeah. Like, I, I, um, like I, I met Shawn Michaels and Undertaker and Triple H and William Regal and Christian and, and so many people. And I wasn't – those are all top tier, like, my faves. And I wasn't as ner- – I wasn't – as nervous as I was thinking about meeting Chris Jericho, it's it's a it's a weird thing. Well, you know, you had something, you had a, a goal. You weren't just coming in, brother, brother, handshake. How are you doing? Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. You had a goal. Like we we met, we didn't meet Kurt Angle, but we were doing like a a show. And I think prior to the show, Kurt Angle was doing a meet and greet, and there's a couple other people there. And in my mind, I was like, you know, what? if I get a chance to walk up to Kurt Angle. I meant something I'm gonna ankle pick him, you know, something really like, hey man, I'm gonna take you down or something like that. I never right. did. I kind of, right. you know, I whipped, I whipped out of it, but I came with the intention to, and because I had the intention, I just never did. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna let him be. He's signing autographs. So let him be. You know, I don't want to bother anybody. Right. But man, he probably would have ripped my head off if I went for the ankle pick. I just thought about the whole time, like, man, if I could really try to get that ankle pick off, he would rip my arms off my shoulders and beat me with them. What, what is this your first day in the business, bud? That's <laughs> 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 What are you brand new? And he's a cross wing, cross faced me, even over right. chicken wing me. <laughs> right. Age oh. <laughs> nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh, you, you're gonna you're gonna ankle pick me? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, hey, nice to meet you, big fan. Uh, I'm gonna ankle pick you, and to see how he really reacted to it. And he probably would have just been like, well, go ahead, buddy, shoot for it. And he would have backed me down because that's it. I'm not going in for after that. So most of the most of the time, so like when I'm on shows where like names are on it or like people who've been on TV, like I, I really, I really, I stopped kind of going out of my way to shake their hands or like introduce myself to them because like they don't care. Like I'm not. It's like I'd rather they see my match and then because. Who they see in the back isn't the same person they see out there. Yeah, and I, I somehow feel like sometimes sometimes there's a switch that gets flipped and they go, "Oh, okay, there's talent. There it is." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't I don't feel that about I don't feel that about who I am backstage sometimes. Yeah, especially you wearing you know you're, I'm walking in with my Reebok sweatpants and you know, I'm high. <laughs> you're not gonna recognize me once I have all the the big leather stuff and the mask, like it's a, almost a completely different guy. Unless you go up to them, like with the intent of, Hey, I'm going to pick your brain for something. And yeah, might as well just let them be, you know, don't bother them. Sometimes. <laughs> walk in, walk in, walk in, walk in the door in your Reebok sweatpants, rolling, your, <laughs> rolling your rolly bag behind you. And you're like, Hey, uh, got any advice for me? And they're like, yeah, put some real clothes on. <laughs> just like an adult. Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> come here with Zubas on. Like, oh, no, no offense, Amber, who wears Zubas, but come in with Zubas on. They look at you like, okay, buddy. <laughs> I, dude, it's funny because I, I wanted, I really wanted to do this thing. I, I, I thought of this genius idea. Uh, we, we had, um, we had a, a screen up at the one show that I was working, and I was like, I want to do a thing where, like, up on the Titantron, there will be me, and I'll, I'll, I'll introduce everybody to the idea of what I'm calling the brother dude handshake can so like kind of like a kiss can except for like i'll be i was gonna like dress like a like i'm gonna have zubaz on and some like cut up shirt and like some stupid glasses and be like hey brother when the camera comes on you 
the person next to you, you turn around to him and you give him a little brother do the handshake. And then like you show everybody, like you got you got to do a little. Oh, the and little brother, the, very the, gentle. The, the little brother, the little dead fish handshake that, that the old school brothers do. Oh, <laughs> and, man. and I wanted to have that to be like what, what played during intermission. So I, I put those pants on my Amazon wish list, like thinking like, oh, I'll go get them for when I'm going to record that promo. And then I wasn't working for that company anymore, but the, the pants were still on my wish list. And my friend got it for me for my birthday. Beautiful. <laughs> and so I, I have the Zubaz and I just wear them every once in a while, just around the house. And my roommate's like, those pants are ridiculous. I hope you're not leaving the house in those. <laughs> no, you, now you have them. You have to do it. You have to pull the gimmick out. I've, ne I've never, ever, 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 ever left the house in them. You have to. You have, to. You have to drive to the show wearing them. You have to wrestle in them. I, I think... <laughs> If you commit to that and make some, you know, make a T-shirt too, the brother brother handshake, you never know. Yeah. You might have a, a gold mine on you right there. I got, I got a for for the sake of recording that. I got, I got some like, like some like silly, silly like ski goggle glasses, and I got, I got a, I got like a neon green fanny pack. Oh man, <laughs> I just need like a Gold's Gym tank top. And Perfect. Or, you know, get like a little white uh, retro t-shirt, maybe Saved by the Bell, something like that. Put a cut <laughs> to the bottom of it. Kind of like go. a the top, but it's like little lines cut in the bottom, so it kind of like frills. Like like yeah. like the holes that are cut in the back of Hulk Hogan's shirt? That's who, yeah. The, the little, uh, <laughs> easy rip, maybe, you know, a little <laughs> yeah. press on there. That's money, man. <laughs> it's over there with you, me. There you, there you go. One of these days, I'll be introducing the Brother Brother Handshake Cam. Merchandise. That's all I'm thinking about right now is the brother brother merchandise. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I I've never talked about it publicly because I didn't want anyone to steal my idea, but I don't I don't think anyone else is gonna do it. And if somebody else does it and and uh, I don't get credit for it, uh what else? I have more ideas. Well, you have this recording. Yeah, this is back. on the record. This is on the record now. now on this date, I've I've revealed this to the public, and there's no good son of a gun. Went out for my idea. There you go. This this uh, egg sucking dog <laughs> came and stole my idea. This is hogwash. <laughs> well, malarkey. <laughs> Malark it out. There was a uh, I'm, I'm not sure this guy's name. He just uh, I believe he's wearing Zubas, but they're like Zubas tights. So like Zubas, without the the easy flow and comfortability, right. more you know, I would say like something you imagine. Once Kiss took the makeup off, I think they would wear some things like that. I, that was that was really interesting. Cause like, oh, I thought they were Zubas. I think I think he's wearing Zubas on top, and he revealed that he's wearing tights that were Zubas. So the tights were like the same design as the Zubas, but they weren't like actually Zubas yeah. tights. The exact same design, and honestly. Mm -hmm. If that's not his gimmick, and because we're doing like a, like some training that he took, you know, he's doing that. I guess to showcase his character. Oh, so and, maybe it was like, was it like leggings or something that he would have got, or the like, yeah, custom made? I did see his his pictures on Facebook, and it looked like he was wearing the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. So I maybe question a lot of things. Okay. But I thought that was such a good idea. He had the zubas on top. He just takes the zubas off. 
and there's wrestling tights that are also Zuba designs in uh-huh. color, some knee pads maybe designed the same way. I was like, man, that's that's so wacky and wild. I love it. Did you see what's the guy's name who plays the guitar? Rick Boogs. Love him. He just cut all his hair off. Did you see that? Now Seriously? he looks like yeah, now he looks like Rick Rude. He's just got like the mustache and and now he's got short hair. He just looks like some dad. Like he just looks like like he'd be taking you to the beach. Jack dad. It's crazy. He's, he's so jacked. <laughs> he's so jacked. But I thought of that because I was thinking of the gear and his gear looks like it's like like jeans suspenders or something. Mm-hmm. Or, or like uh, overalls, I guess. But it's just the singlet that's just got airbrushed, an airbrushed, airbrushed denim on it. I'm very envious of his gimmick because I always wanted that. Just come down. I was, I was envious of Elias when he did his thing. Well, yeah, I, uh, I definitely well, want to do boobs, but coming down to the ring with electric guitar, oh, that's all I wanted. Could you, could, now. could you could you do it like for like a one time occasion, like some for do it every once in a while? Just love go, to. get out there and rip it up for an entrance. Oh, I would love to if I could. If they, if anybody would let me, if anybody out there hears this and they would lo- like me to just walk out and play guitar in my own entrance, I'll love it. I'll do it. I'll do, do it all you, day. Is is your guys' theme song a song that you guys perform? No, uh, us as a band haven't we haven't been like collectively. I'm working on uh, not really working. I'm just trying to get everything together for like a little solo uh, project. Well, maybe me, and Manny. He plays bass. I do guitars, and I was like. Uh, computer program, the drums in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want like a strictly all instrumental, nothing but so- showcasing like solo ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been working on that, but we haven't worked together as a band to produce music in years. Okay. So it's about, maybe it's about time. I mean, maybe man, it's about, maybe it's about time. I, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe talk to Zach. Maybe, maybe Zach. Connor, right now, if you're listening, pal, DCW, <laughs> DCW, you should let Primal Fear, let let Primal Fear come out with Matt playing the guitar on the way out. We'll do a, a whole. I have I have other faces. We don't have to do Primal Fear. We'll make up a whole another team name, mm-hmm. and just for just for that occasion, we'll come out totally different gimmick. Can, can we? Before. Can we? Can we do like a, an '80s brother brother band? Oh, that's that's exactly what I'm going for. It's <laughs> I'm uh. I am Marty Friedman from, from Megadeth. That's what I'm coming out as. I want my hair being super frizzy. And, I mean, I can't do the overalls now. He kind of took that for me. But we'll figure some. The gear will figure out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just one step at a time. But 80 speed metal, I will come out and I will live for it. I'm all for it. There we go. You heard it here first, folks. I will hit the top row, put the guitar in the back of my head. I, anything. Anything. You know, you know what's really, really super funny, and I, I said it in a, in a promo that I cut. Um, I, I said it in a promo that I cut because I, I know, I, I don't know if, if, if did Miles do, did Miles do a dark match at the same AEW show that you guys did? Miles. Miles Hawkins. No. Uh, no. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, he did two very recently. We did oh. ours in, I think December-ish. Time eludes me now. I think I get hit in the head too much. Oh yeah, but, yeah that's a that's a that's a that's a, uh, an excuse that I use very often. 
Executive strikes to the head. I don't know. I feel like Homer Simpson sometimes. Yeah, so. yeah th- th- thirty or so concussions. Yeah. Uh, who's counting? <laughs> but he's but, on them recently. He good kid. I'm yeah, really, really good kid. Big fan. Yeah, I I, I was cutting a promo. Um, him and he was teaming with um with you know uh, Angel right the the kid that he teams with in MCW. Yes, yes. And and I cut a promo on them and I was like, yeah. Uh, Miles and Angel, <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, it was, I was like, what's gonna happen, bud? I know it. I've been here a million times. You're, you're one contract away from this dude losing your number, <laughs> mm. and, and, because <laughs> like it was, I was, I was trying to get, I was trying to get Angel to join my side. Okay. Uh, so. I was saying this guy doesn't care about you and he's going to forget about you in, in a minute. In reality, he's like, that was, that was like his friend and that was his ride. That's the dude who like went way out of his way to pick him up. He's not going to forget about you, pal. I know it. But, but on, on the mic being a heel, that seemed like a, 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 a accurate thing to say at the time. <laughs> hey, sometimes you have to hit some, throw some jabs. You know what I mean? Well, like, honestly, honestly, I, I, I try to say, say it Often, uh, most of most of the conversations I love to have are on the record because I know this stuff's out living us. No, no matter what decisions we decide to make, we decide decisions. <laughs> the, redundant, the most redundant thing I've ever said ever. But <laughs> whatever, whatever choices we make, wherever we go, uh, we'll always have this conversation that's on the record. So um, I like to have it be like um, I, my friend Chris, my friend Chris Cotton, he came on the show and, and at the time he was like on his climb. He wasn't quite a, quite a huge star in comedy yet, but he was definitely on his way. And I was like, no matter where you go, I want to tell you right now that I love your stuff. I love who you are. I love the presentation. And you're a superstar to me before anything else. So we have it on the record right now that I think that about you before the rest of the world thinks that about you. It's 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 pretty like punk rock claiming it. <laughs> Give them the flowers now before everyone else gives it to them. You know, you get the best right. of the flowers out there. Right, so that's that's why uh, that's why I, I want to hang with y'all guys on the show with, <laughs> with the three of you, because because <laughs> oh, one one of these days one of these days you gotta forget about me and I'll have this conversation to be like remember remember when we were cool remember when we were friends and no matter what I'll always be down to a podcast this is dope this is a good yeah. time you know? thanks man. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I have I have a, a few friends who uh, I I don't take it too personally. I don't take it personally at all, honestly, because uh, like th- there's so many things pulling you in directions that have to serve the ultimate story that is your successes, mm-hmm. right? So you know if 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 somebody somebody's signed to a big company and, and, and even. Like especially the WWE, with WWE you can't do you can't do podcast appearances because you have to have like go through an agent or something, because um, me me and Rick, you know Rick the camera guy at DCW, yes, um, he used to be my tag partner. He used to wrestle back in the day. He was uh, Rick Feinberg back in the day, but him and I 
we we co-host a pro wrestling podcast like it's just pro wrestling talk we just kind of talk about what's like new on the tv product of pro wrestling and uh and uh you know he he and i both knew jessica carr who went on to you know ref in wwe and uh rick rick like stayed closer in contact with her and and uh he tried to see about getting her to come on the podcast and she's like well you have to reach out to this agent uh it's part of like the contractual we can't do it without the approval and i and i I imagine that that's probably i bet you there's tons of people when you get to a certain level who only want to, to associate with you for clout who only want to associate with you so that they can say that they associate with you. Yeah, I can see that. So I imagine, you know, staying on guard for that, especially if, if I'm going to, if, if, if all you really know about me, like, you know, that like, well, maybe we've had some fun matches or maybe we've been on some good shows, but you know, I host podcasts and you're like, ah, no, I'm not going to be able to do those. So I'm just going to not respond. So as to not hurt your feelings with my words, I'll just hurt my feelings. I'll hurt your feelings with my lack of action. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, it still hurts. Hurts all the same. Trust me. <laughs> the, 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 pain, the, pain is, the pain is pretty equal. Yep. <laughs> you think you do me a favor, not. <laughs> you're, you're, not you're not sparing my feelings, buddy. <laughs> And I think it's a little crazy. It'll make you go through a lot of hoop- uh, loopholes. I know uh, people said before that talking to Ring of Honor, license uh, the contract of talent for Ring of Honor, wasn't always the easiest as well. I know they had some stuff for some, even for Ring of Honor. Um, yeah. But ah, it shouldn't be that way, man. Ah, it should be a lot. I don't be understanding they have to uphold a certain look or whatever. But for anything else other than WWE, everybody should be free to do whatever they want. When when AEW first started, uh, like almost right away, um, Sonny was hanging out at a show I was on, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dude, want to record a podcast right now?" And and she was like, "Yeah, go ahead, let's do it." And she was like, "Well, I, I'm I'm not technically allowed to do it, but like, oh, wow. let's." She was like, "I, I I'm, let's just not talk about AEW, and I'll, I'll just tell them, I'll just tell them I recorded it way before." Right, way before I ever got signed. And I was like, okay, fine. So when I put it out, the whole time, he was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I was talking to Billy Gunn at AEW tapings last week. <laughs> like, like you, can't, you can't claim it was a different time frame nope. if you're talking about last week. Straight snitching on yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did yourself dirty. Hey, I'm still going to put this out there. I hope you know that. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, it's it's sometimes it's like somehow I guess I gotta become inside the algorithms of everybody else somehow because like that episode will come out and it's like oh it's a person who's who's like on TV and stuff but like still nobody will listen to it <laughs> like it's 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 somehow um, it's a tree falling in the woods. But to me, it doesn't. It, to me, that part doesn't matter as much because I'm enjoying myself and I'm, I'm continuing. This is why I. This is why I bang the drum. <laughs> this is why I bang the drum because, 
I stay consistent with the fun I'm having and it doesn't matter. The message will remain exactly the same. Like we grow, we evolve, we change, we get better. We're, we're going to learn lessons and we're, we're going to be wrong sometimes, but that's part of it. Part of the, the journey. You never know. Like the, the tree might fall right now. Nobody hears it, but somebody might come across and they go, oh, look at this tree that fell. Oh, we could, we, could, we could build a house out of that. You never know. It can help somebody in the future. So I like about wrestling podcasts because as you know, we're students of the game. Uh, you can only learn so many things in your time. You learn so much from other people. And that's why you know the old days when people were riding in the car together, you learn so much stories from you know the vets. Now you right. just listen to a podcast and the stories that you would have never heard from somebody you would have never met. You heard these stories, you learned a lesson. You know, it's oh. not firsthand lessons, but it's a lesson. Dude, I was I was just telling that I was telling that to somebody very recently about how like when I was coming up, when I was coming up in wrestling, there was no WWE network. There was no, 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 there was no YouTube. There was no like encyclopedia of every single thing that had ever happened in the wrestling business and some categorized uh, ability to, to see the archive right there in front of your face. That didn't exist. You have to just have it on tape and then find it on the, on that tape, fast forward or rewind to get to it. Um, <laughs> I was, I was saying when I first started my, the first match I ever had, I had to get, my theme song was played on a cassette tape. Wow. Yeah. That's uh that's old timers right there. Brother, brother, awesome. brother, brother, brother. <laughs> that is awesome. I, I should, I should start carrying around a, a Halliburton. Because that's like what the guys used to do back in the day. I mean, I guess that that was like right before my time. I guess that was directly before my time because, like, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Ulala said that he used to carry a Halliburton. Oh wow! Yeah, I know that that was like that was like some sort. Of, like I said, it must have been right before my time because Ulala was pro- probably about ten years before me. I imagine. I know what well, he said. He got in. I don't know. I'm gonna. Ha- I'm gonna have. A, I'm gonna have him on here, and we'll talk about it. Do you know? Do you know Ulala? We have crossed paths so many times. I remember he came to the Monster Factory, and he kind of coached us one time, and we've done shows together. I may have shaken. You know, we shook hands, and we've joked. Thought of him very personally. He always seems like such a nice guy, though. Yeah. I. I, <laughs> I had so, so much fun with the the very few times I've worked with him. Uh, it, it hasn't been a lot as far as like working together in the ring, mm-hmm. but I had the fans rename him Mr. Poolala, and they were chanting Poolala at a show. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, this this hopefully this sticks, and it, it for sure didn't. But it it <laughs> it seems like something that would have been fun. Oh, man. <laughs> That would be over with me. <laughs> In the crowd, yeah. that would be over with me. Yeah, I think I'd rather have my 12-year-old son chant poo-la-la than suck our dicks. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a range right there. Yeah. And not too far off, from the, not too far off distance-wise from the other place either. Right, yeah. Yeah, not too far. Not too far. It's a whole different world. Not too far away. 
a lifetime ago. I bet you, I bet you in like 95 or 96, whenever that show was, 90, 95, 96 area, uh, I bet Ooh La La was probably working shows and uh, just beginning to, to be on his journey of dues. Wow. Yeah, and a lot of these, uh, these, uh, these local vets around here, you know, they've seen so many things. They've seen the evolution of, like, the Jersey scene from uh, Jersey Pro Wrestling back in the 2000s. Like, yeah, definitely some things they witnessed in those times. You know, the independent scene changed so many times in a few years. Oh, I mean, I've seen it. I've watched it happen. Uh, like, the way the business has changed so much since since the early 2000s, uh, especially like especially the like right right when ECW was gone, just the way things like I I was I kind of start just started working right when ECW went out, and wow. uh, I uh, I I debuted in two thousand two, so. ECW had just gone out. So the business was still like craving uh, like an alternative like ECW was. And I, I guess at that time, the company I was in was, was called CZW combat zone. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and they were running out of the ECW arena. So the, just the, 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 I guess the, the time capsule that it, that, that, that building can sometimes be, you probably worked in more prestigious shows there. No, but you know, like that, like that, that show and that venue. Like every single time, you just get a feeling. You know that there's been some great things that have happened in that building before, and you always right. feel it. It's such yeah. a, I don't know. It's a one of those things. Sometimes you don't feel like you're a wrestler or something. I don't know how, how to say that, but sometimes mm-hmm. you don't really take in how awesome what you're doing in at that moment is mm-hmm. until these things. You're like, man. 20 years ago, somebody was doing some crazy stuff in this building. And hopefully tonight, somebody does some crazy stuff here too, you know? Hopefully it's a good time for anybody who's out there watching. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it, the weirdest thing to me. That we don't... It takes us something... It takes something really cool for us to really like wake up. I'm like, damn. I'm doing something that when I was like 10 years old, I wanted to do this so much. Well, I, I constantly check in with my my version... Like my, my 13-year-old me. And I'm like... And I think about the type of men that I looked up to when I was that young, like type of wrestlers who I liked. And, and I'm like, oh, if, if when I was 13, I could look into the future and see that I'm the guy that I turned into, I would be so excited about that. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I beg everybody to do that same thing all the time, as much as you can. Think about who you are and what the what the the 12 year old what the 15 year old self what the 17 year old self would think of who you currently are yeah that's awesome man like i I felt like i I didn't do that for so long i feel like i spent a lot of time in wrestling kind of i feel like chasing something or just like strive like oh they're being very hard on myself uh for i've only been wrestling i think we started doing actual matches we trained in like late 2015 but we weren't working shows until 2016 we weren't hitting the indies until a year, maybe two years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the time, I really never stepped back and like looked at my position. Like, man, like no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing right now, this is the coolest thing I've done in my entire life. 
And it yeah, took well, me up to like the last year to do that. Gabe and I were just talking about that the other day. We talk about like the the uh, the amount of the amount of stuff that he's been able to accomplish in the business uh, can't be taken away from him in the fact that like most people haven't accomplished the things that he's accomplished or the things that you guys have accomplished as a group. Like most people haven't had the opportunity like to to wrestle wrestle for wrestle for a championship on TV. Like mo most people haven't had the opportunity to wrestle in front of a capacity crowd. That's that's uh, that's a large thing. That's a mega thing to to have done. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And it takes until like you just saying it now, like it really kind of breaks into my head. You know, that thick skull of mine who just like is overcritical of everything. Like, man, that's really cool. And I never like step back and think about that enough. You know, mm -hmm. so I I also agree that man, everybody should do that. Everybody should just stop for a second. Like, man, when I was a kid, I wanted to do this so bad, and here I am. You know, appreciate that. Well, that. well, it starts with deciding to be kinder to yourself. Mm. And that's something I know I have a problem with because I, I, I dealt with this like self-worth issue since I was a child, mm -hmm. since I was a kid. And it's something that I'm still always working at. I'm never not working at being kinder to myself. If I look at talking to me, if I look at talking to me the same way I would talk to a friend who was going through the same thing, I, I have to like zoom it out that way sometimes. I'm like, hmm. if my if my best friend was coming up to me saying that they're having the problems that I'm having, how would I talk to them about it? And then I go, oh, I'm my best friend. So why don't I treat myself the way the way I would treat my best friend if he was going through the same exact thing? The like treat yourself the way you treat the people you truly, truly care about and want to see shine. Oh, that's awesome. That's like very awesome perspective. I feel like if I step, if I pulled back for a second and I, you know, un, you know, took the veil away, if I talk to my friends the way I talk to myself, they like, oh man, that guy's an asshole. So I should, uh, I should definitely do better than that. You know, that's a right. very great perspective to have. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna um i'm gonna hit you with a couple on a couple quick round like a uh, speed round things and then i'll uh then i'll let you then i'll let you go right off into the sunset with a hot dog and a handshake absolutely <laughs> good old-fashioned so, uh glizzy <laughs> yeah yeah the the the, the pizza dizze <laughs> uh, the the have you ever have you ever worked down south? Uh as we we did a, a taping for AEW down south, but we also worked a couple times in Georgia. Uh, I think three times. <sighs> Amazing. Amazing experience because everybody's a little more old school and you don't have yeah. to do anything crazy. A tackle, drop down, leapfrog, hip toss, and they pop. I love that. I wish we can do a little more than that of, of that. That's awesome to me. Oh, bro, I, I've told this story a million times, and I, I, I might have even told it to you before, but it's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite stories ever. Uh, I, my, me and my friend Nick, we, we, um, we took a trip down to we took a trip down to Tennessee, and we worked every single day of the week. And then on Saturday, we worked in Georgia. We worked uh, for NWA Wildside. So um, 
the the one show we did, we wrestled each other, and we were like, okay, don't we're not gonna call anything. We're just gonna go out there and we're gonna do it. But eventually, the, what's gonna happen is every spot's gonna lead to you distracting the ref and hitting me in my balls. Like I'll be the baby face, he's the heel. So every spot is gonna be like, oh, and then the ref gets distracted somehow and I get kicked in my balls. And he still can't beat me. He still he kicks me in my balls, rolls me up, <laughs> and he can't beat me. He he throws me off the ropes, gives me a huge spine buster, his finisher, one, two and a half, but I still kick out. Then then Nick gets frustrated, goes to the outside of the ring, grabs a chair from the fans, comes into the ring, goes to swing the chair. The ref grabs the chair out of his hands uh, and takes it out and goes and places it back in the crowd where it was. While the ref's out there replacing the chair, he goes to throw me off the ropes. I baseball slide through his legs, and from the back, I do like this big football punt kick, and I kick him right in his balls. Oh. And and then he he starts like oh overly selling it like crazy for a second, and then he just com- then he completely stops selling it. Reaches down into a singlet and pulls out a cup. He hits me in the face with the cup, just and and he pins me just in time for the ref to slide back in from putting the chair back. One two three. That that was like so fun and maybe <laughs> maybe only the only the people who were there that day got to see it but it was one of the funnest and most memorable moments i've ever had and directly after the match was over i rolled out of the ring and i was holding on to my face and i was like what did he hit me with and this lady this lady in the front row like two teeth in her mouth she goes she goes he hit you with his pecker cup Oh no way! <laughs> so I've never heard it called a pecker cup, but I've never called it anything but that since. No way! And they eat it up. It's, it's, you know, if they can get into it and it's funny, they love it. They want to be entertained. And that's a good crowd. At least for me, that's a good wrestling crowd. You know, we wrestle up here or Pennsylvania area. Like they're very. They want spots. They want you know fast pace. They want what they see in New Japan. They want that you know that style. That's cool too, but. Man, a crowd who can get into comedy, like not you know, uh, what I've learned recently is you know there's nothing wrong with pro wrestling being a variety show. You have the matches that are technical. You should have the comedy matches. You should have the hoss matches. You know that combines to one big show makes a good show. Yeah, so it's 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 a it's a variety hour. Mm -hmm. It's 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 not all like we're we're gonna we're gonna get bored if we watch every match and it's all the same exact stuff. Not everybody's in set. Somebody wants to go watch like New Japan, Noah, where everything's strong style. That's cool. You'll get that there. But I feel like, you know, like in America at least, or you know, in some other places, variety shows what's always best for people. Everybody can ingest it. So uh part of me part of me saying uh the on the record stuff, and I, I know you probably heard me say it like four times already now on uh since we started doing this, but I say that because I know this stuff is all out living us. And I, I told you already that, that the, the 263 is your number forever now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but since this stuff is out living us, let's say, let's say it's 20 years from now. Let's say it's 20 years from, I call this segment audio time travel. So say it's 20 years from now and somebody who 
somebody who, who truly loves you, just unconditionally loves you and is nuts about you, wants to, wants to, wants to hear a message from you that's directly to them in the year they're listening to it. So let's say it's, say it's 42, you know, 2042 there, they stumble across this, this recording, the audio time travel that you're doing right now, you're speaking directly to that, that brother, sister, mother, father, girlfriend, kids. What are you saying to them? Well, anybody who is listening to this, uh, whether it's 20 years, five years, five weeks, five months, uh, just know, you know, as far as me, um, as far as all of life, just have a goal, have a dream, chase it. Don't let anybody ever tell you any different. If you believe in yourself and you believe in what you, what you love, you'll go far enough in life and just enjoy every step of it. Don't ever sit and chase the dream and not enjoy the moment that, that you're having right now. Cause this may be the most fun you have your entire life. You might get to your destination. Like, Oh, that was cool. And then you're there. That's cool. It's fun. But you look back in the times that you had before and you're like, man, those are good times. I should have really enjoyed them while I was living it. So just never be afraid to experience and to enjoy your life. I, I don't know if that's all conducive with each other. Maybe I just went on like a whole different tangent there, but hey. Dude, it tracks hardcore with me. <laughs> it really does. I, I have I have this note that I wrote in my notebook and I I, I just I read it every once in a while. It's just it's just a sentence uh, where it says, let's spend life enjoying ourselves instead of wasting life hating things. Mm. That's, that's the sentence. It's, I, I guess I could call it sort of a mantra of mine. Mm. Really want to enjoy life. Really want to deliberately be the creator of my existence. And... The way to do that is to be grateful for what I've got and 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 continue to want more and 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 have have effort placed in the direction that would cause and effect joy. Yeah, that's a very powerful statement. You know, especially as far as like hating things. Like, there's a lot of people that wake up in their lives and you know they may not realize it, but they put a lot of negativity out there. They're judging this or they're being critical about this. Hey, relax. Don't worry about the outside source. Enjoy yourself and look inside and enjoy what you got going on right now. And maybe you'll stop hating everything that's going on outside. I don't, I don't know if you noticed it, but I said something to you earlier and I stopped myself. I was like, I hate that. And then I stopped myself and I was like, nah, I hate it. But, you know. Yeah, I, I, I caught that. Because I have, I have been making a constant effort to if, any, any conversations that – that involve me saying any, I just, I just, I cut trying to, I, I'm trying to cut out saying that word for anything, especially, especially if it's, I hate whatever it is. I'm taking hate completely out of my life and what I'm doing. I will not hate anything because hate just brings more hate to me somehow. Then yeah. I, 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 I want, I want love. Hate is so powerful. Nothing deserves your hatred. Nothing is should be strong enough or heavy enough. It, it deserves your hatred. It's not powerful enough. It doesn't affect you enough. Unless somebody came into your house and they started like attacking your animals and breaking your stuff, then maybe you might have a little 
hatred for the person, but maybe that might go away too. It's it's such a strong word, it's such a strong emotion. Nothing's worth that of you. Nothing's worth that. Uh, uh, what's the best way? The uh, the effort of you hating it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I constantly and and uh, you might have heard it. I I I talk about the currency of effort, <laughs> and I talk about that so often. And on the record, I always want to make sure I tell the people I'm chatting with how grateful I am that you've decided to spend the currency of your effort with me for this amount of time. This is. This has been rad. I've I've loved it, and I've had tons of fun. Uh, I I think what I was thinking about saying was there's this there's this band that I listen to. Uh, they're, they're called Nako Nako and Medicine for the People, and they say to talk about this. They were singing this old melody from some other time. They sang, "Don't waste your hate." Rather, gather and create. Be of service. Be a sensible person. Use your words and don't be nervous. You can do this. You've got purpose. Find your medicine and use it. That's powerful. It is, man. I, I, yeah. it's, 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 it's something that I, I love the fact that I've like, I've, I've peppered all, I've, I've seasoned all the all the powerful messages right into my subconscious mind so one thought can trigger me jumping right into an empowerment empowerment mindset into like a success formula yeah and i think that putting it into your subconscious mind is something that uh i could for sure continue to work on and i for sure will continue to work on i have such a belief where like you know maybe People might think we're crazy, but like manifesting, visualization, putting, you know, just uh, kind of reprogramming yourself is just, it could make, it can make a big difference in your life because this is your experience, you know, like no one's seeing the world through your eyes. So the way your mentality perceives the world, you know, perception is reality. Right. Uh, I don't know, maybe some might sound crazy to some people, but I really do believe you put it out there. You really believe in something. If you manifest it. You never know. Yeah, that's the way I live life. You never know. You never. What's the worst gonna happen? I started. I started doing this thing where, like, in the style of calling someone a motherfucker, I started calling them. <laughs> I started calling them manifesto. <laughs> oh, manifesto! <laughs> Check out this manifesto. <laughs> so, I ask you, what's that mean? Like, oh, I, I tell you all day right now, buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know right now. The manifestable. <laughs> uh, so the way we wrap up, the way we wrap up all the time is I tell you that hypothetically, I've gifted you this show. This has been for me, my 263rd episode IRL. But for you, this has been the pilot episode, the first episode of your podcast, Evolving with Matt Omen. In, in a very Jerry Springer's final thought type of way, uh, grab grab the most powerful takeaways, the most powerful takeaways, and give a give a, a final thought that wraps everything up into a nice pretty little bow to send everybody home, and 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 something that inspires them to be a better version of themselves tomorrow than they were today. Oh, uh, 
I feel like this last couple minutes, all we've been talking about is manifesting and how powerful things are. Like, I, I feel like anybody who, who sits and listens to the last couple minutes, maybe the whole podcast, this whole thing, we kind of like really, uh, we dove deep, I would feel, you know, and uh, we, we got a little weird and wacky and wild for a little bit. I had some technical difficulties. Uh, next time we do this, I'll try not to have any difficulties. Everything should be well, a lot better. Well, well I'm, try- I'm trying to get back to where, uh, you know, uh, or do some in-person ones. Mm-hmm. Like I'm peppering in some in-person ones in the middle of it, like mm-hmm. maybe audio-only episodes, uh, which which I don't mind. That's kind of what we wound up doing impromptu. <laughs> <laughs> but no, if, if we get this in person, uh, I know you said you have uh, like bongos on the side there, a little a set of drums. Yeah, I got, any other I got instruments? Three, I got three drums here. Uh, I got. I got I got three members of Primal Fear. Yeah, everybody and, gets a drum. I got drums got, here. I could bring my own little bongos. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I got a uh, 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 I can't think of the instrument right now. I have, if we walk into my house, it's an array of instruments I have. Uh, harmonica, harmonica. I'll bring a harmonica. We'll bring a set of bongos. Everybody has an instrument. I have a little instrument where you have the scraper and the wood thing. Oh and- yeah, yeah. My dad's obsessed with instruments. So we're bring a bunch of stuff and let's get together. Like, a, a, like a little a little washboard, <laughs> a little washboard instrument. Yeah. <laughs> these, are these, are, these are these are djembe drums. Oh wow. I'm telling you, my uh, my father's obsessed. What's that? Small bongos, small bongos. He just has them everywhere. So as far as instruments, he's obsessed. We'll come, we'll bear our own instruments. It'd be like a little circle where we just have everybody. Nobody really knows what they're doing. We're all playing instruments and have a good time. We'll get I weird. Ha- I have a, I have, um, I have a audio interface that lets me plug four microphones in at once. So we got it on record now. The next time we do a primal fear, yep. primal fear episode, it's going to be all four of us hanging around, all holding our own separate microphones. It's a primal circle, and uh, you can take that how you want it, but it... (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's going to have an instrument. It'll be be, be tribal AF, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Super tribal. Uh, (laughs) Everybody's just smacking instruments and making loud noises. Tribal fear. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Bro, uh... I, I want to make sure I invite you to honestly, seriously, if you ever need me for any reason, if you just need to talk, if you just need a friend, if you need advice, if you want to chat, if you want to figure out anything I do, you want to do too, and you want to chat with me about it, let me be a resource for you. I'm super, super excited to be your friend. So if you need a friend, let me be that friend. Please don't ever hesitate to think you're bothering me by calling me, reaching out to me, texting me. Uh, that, and that, mes- that, that message uh, goes directly to whoever's listening, too. You know, I'm not a hard person to get a hold of. Uh, I'm a real human. If you're ingesting the, the content that I'm putting out for free and you exist, let me know you exist. Uh, comment, on, comment on the video on YouTube. Or maybe subscribe on the Apple or the Spotify. And uh, let me know what you think. Maybe leave me a rating or something. I don't know. You don't have to. What else? You can. Cool. What else? But, but I appreciate seriously. That, brother. Appreciate that, seriously. brother. 
in a world where you know we're connected so many people at all times it's never been a time where we felt so alone and i feel like that's a problem everyone's so connected with each other at all times you look open your phone you see what this person's doing this person's doing like this is a time where most people feel at their most alone so just knowing that there's somebody out there you can always reach out to it's a very beautiful thing man so i really do appreciate that I'm glad you appreciate it, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely sincere in it, and uh, and hope you hope you uh, really decide to call me out on that. Yeah, I got you, brother. I really do appreciate. It. You have no idea. You have and no then, idea. Next time, next time, next time the the booking the bookings bring you guys up to this area, you're gonna all come hang out at my house, and we'll oh hell we'll, yeah, we'll sit down and have a drum circle. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, do you do any impressions at all? Oh, absolutely not. No. I, <laughs> I can. Let me think of one right now. No, I can't. If I did an impression, it probably would just be disgraceful. Whoever I'm trying to impersonate would be horrible. Uh, you know what? I encourage that. <laughs> I, I really do. Let it be as bad as it possibly can be. What I like to encourage my my uh, my guests to do is say the say the catchphrase of the like the 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 closing of the show in like your your worst impression or your best impression, whichever one you want. So you know, some people do Alf. It started out we were everybody was doing an Alf impression, but I well I wound up running into the fact that a lot of people don't know who Alf is. I know who Alf is. Man, I can't, I cannot even, I can almost imagine his voice. But if I tried to manifest that right now, it just was not going to happen. I right, can't just, think of any character. No, no. Yeah, that was, <laughs> you nailed it, dude. That was exactly Popeye. So in, in your best Popeye impression, you could say, be fun, have safe, keep evolving. Let me see this. Be fun. <laughs> That's the best I got. <laughs> I imagine Popeye for a second and his voice moving with my mouth. Mm, I lost it. <laughs> dude, dude, you're awesome, man. I really appreciate you. I, I, this is, I, I, I look forward to this being just the beginning of what our friendship turns out to be. Yeah, absolutely, man. I want to do this again where you could see me. Yeah, yeah so. of course. <laughs> All right, man. Take care of yourself. Everybody, be kind to yourselves, be fun, have safe, keep evolving. <laughs> and...